0: welcome to another week of that one podcast the show that is happy that it's located in california where it was a balmy 65 degrees and not negative 60 degrees uh i'm here today with the one the only tycoonatic himself mark
1: good morning good afternoon good evening everybody whatever time of day it is for you i am doing just fine how about
0: yourself uh, I'm doing great. I have friends and family who are dealing with the extreme weather, um, and unlike Donald Trump, I'm not wishing we had more global warming to fix it. So there's uh, there's that
1: God, I knew when that news came, or when this news came down about this Arctic, whatever the hell it is that's going on, I I was just all I could think was, oh my God, he's gonna make a crack about global warming. He's gonna make a crack about global warming. Ah, oh.
0: that's your president. You know him so well. So, uh, yeah, if you are dealing with that, uh, stay warm, Uh, don't take that shit as a joke, Uh, I've already been hearing stories about people dying due to storm-related instances, I think I heard, I can't remember where, but there was a student that died uh, due to the extreme weather, so a college student that is. I can't, I, I apologize. I can't recall where it was, but in the meantime, let's, let's play it safe, be smart. And if you don't have to be out in that weather, then, then try not to be because it's not, it's not a joke. Somebody's
1: got to tell them that frozen beer bongs don't go down too well.
0: Exactly. Uh, also, uh, don't try to do cutesy shit like the police officer that tried to arrest Elsa as a joke. Cause, uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's just dumb <laughs> all right so we're gonna go ahead and get into it first thing first as always contact us on instagram and twitter at that one pod email us at pod that at g- gmail.com the show page is io slash that one podcast and you know it's the number one and not spelled out so is that the number one podcast mark let them know where they can find you
1: you can find me on twitch.tv slash You can find me on uh, Twitter as Tycoonatic. Uh On Twitch, I am uh, doing uh, maybe about uh, two to three streams a week, each one being somewhere around, well, depending of what I'm doing, somewhere around, uh, you know, one to two, ma- two hours, maybe a little bit longer. I don't know. And then uh, later on, my videos are getting uploaded to YouTube, where I am also Tycoonitick.
0: There you go. Find it. Watch it. Enjoy it. Uh, the one thing I will say is by the time we're taping, this is going to be Thursday night. So uh, yesterday evening, Mark, you recorded uh, gameplay from the new uh, Subnautica game, right? Yes,
1: the new Subnautica game, Subnautica Sub-Zero. I uh, went into it completely blind, having basically not paid any attention to any stories or any information about the game, all only knowing that I loved Subnautica. And uh, so far, I'm really enjoying it. In fact, it's kind of... I mean, I'm kind of itching because I want to keep playing, but I kind of don't want to play it if I'm not streaming. So, hey, all the better for you guys out there. And uh, I'm
0: just going to have to find something else. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. Uh, all I know is, I, I, I'm i still trying to go through the, through the OG Subnautica myself. My girlfriend... Every once in a while, she requests for me to play video games. A lot of times she does it because either the game is really soothing or relaxing or the music to it is soothing and relaxing, and that's one of the games where she's like she's like it's funny she says it like she's doing me a favor. Okay, yeah, you can play your game now. And I'm like, "Oh, the, the honor to play my own video game." Oh. But it is a it is one of those games that is actually a fun watch and it's entertaining. And it actually is very relaxing. So uh, if you do want to see him play, I, well, they're relaxing moments. We'll put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I do highly recommend wa- checking it out. I was watching him last night, and the game does look good, and I'm probably going to get it myself. But, uh, yeah, nonetheless, if you don't have a computer or you just haven't played and you just want to check it out, head over to his stream and check it out. Yep. Only
1: uh, 20 bucks on early access, and it is available on uh, Steam and, uh, in, uh, di- uh, and on Discord and in the Epic Store. And we have covered the advantages and disadvantages mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. buying on those three platforms in a recent, relatively recent, it seems like to me, a couple months ago now, uh, yeah, episode. No.
0: Yeah, so check it out. It's really good. All right, so we're going to go into our regular show here. Um, so this is actually, the first story we're actually talking about covers something we referenced on a previous show back, I don't know. I think it was an episode with Pedro, maybe Rashad. But regardless, this was uh, on this episode, we were talking about the use of deep fakes. And for those of you who either didn't hear that show or don't remember what deep fakes are, it, they're videos that have been edited using AI that allows you to either either replace... The, the, the video in the, at the speed it's being played or basically replace literally in some instances the face of the person in the video so that it looks like it's very real but it's absolutely fake. One example that came out a few months ago that was I thought was actually funny was Jordan Peele basically pretended to be barack obama but not like when he was doing barack and luther you know like he actually was voicing the video for barack and the way that the deep fakes work is the video plays at the pace of the speaker that's being recorded so it's actually really really weird um but this time we're going to talk about something that's a little creepy and it's going to be hard to conceptualize but i'm going to post a video to the instagram and the twitter so you can see this basically it's a video of jennifer lawrence when she won her golden globe um i want to say maybe you know uh, two years ago um maybe longer either way it was she had won a golden globe for one of the movies she was in and uh she was wearing this red dress and yeah she was just it's just a normal post award show interview where they're asking her questions about her win and The thing that makes it creepy is that with in this deepfake, they took off Jennifer Lawrence's face and put Steve Buscemi's face on instead.
1: Yep. And
0: (laughs) it's haunting.
1: (laughs) With my warped sense of humor, I thought it was hilarious and had to share it with all of my friends. But it's just it's so funny because the it looks so real. I mean it this deepfake stuff is really scary. And in cases like this, it can be used for great good. But what it will probably be used for is great evil, and that's what I'm afraid of. But this particular instance was just fantastic. It and they literally made it so that it was Buscemi's face, but it was mostly his features because the the technology is so good that it kind of blended the whole thing together to look completely natural. So it made like so it was like a young female Biscemi
0: uh yeah, it's Stephanie Buscemi That's what it looked like <laughs> It's really, really fucking weird, and the thing is is the thing that is so frightening about this is it comes twofold: one, this technology is something that anybody with a computer can have access to. It doesn't require um you know these big honking computers to render it doesn't require um Know how in in the Photoshop industry, there's a program that literally can do this for regular people, and I know what you're thinking. I'm like, well, okay, what can you do? Um, well, basically, like the problem that I see is a little bit different from what you were sort of alluding to. It isn't that there that there are going to be deep fakes that are used for for something bad, you know, what I think is going to happen is the exact opposite. We're already in a fake news era. There's just going to be, this is just a technology that's just going to allow people to deny that video evidence is real. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it's a deep fake.
1: But it's, it's, I I feel like, I feel like it's going a little further in that, you know, we're, people say we're living in a, in a, you know, the this fake news, um, Area and I'd have to argue that, yeah, we're living in a time where there's a lot of fake news out there. Unfortunately, it's not what those in power are saying is the fake news. Um, it's 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 basically given power to conspiracy theory, mm-hmm. and giving power to conspiracy th- this just helps give more and more power to conspiracy theory. It can also help give more and more power to things that are actively harmful for people. If you ha- make a deep fake of somebody, you know, uh, of the Surgeon General, coming out and saying vaccine- vaccines cause autism, somebody will do that. And that mm-hmm. is incredibly dangerous. Yeah. And, and, and we're in this era now where we have uh, people in power who are calling things fake calling things you know uh uh, untrue which are true calling things true which are not people who are out there who are i think the latest uh uh, you know i'm not mentioning any names but but it it rhymes with frump um Mm -hmm. uh, people donald trump (laughs) (laughs) but you know i uh, I think Politifact or one of those one of the sites that kind of gives you information on, uh, uh, you know, fact checking of politicians and stuff like that. I mean, something to the effect of like eighty plus percent of the statements, at least in like the last year, have been demonstrably false. Now, what happens when you give somebody a tool that can make it seem true, or can make fa- actual fake thing, or can make uh, can make real things seem fake. This is what I'm concerned about. I don't know. I don't know what this can be used for, but unfortunately, this is the age of the internet, and and my uh, my opinion of humanity is not quite as high as it once was.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, and that and and the thing is, we've only been talking about the PG implications, right? Who's to say that Uh, There's already been instances of um, real celebrities being used to mix into pornographic material. So I think there was an an image of – or or a video, I should say, of Scarlett Johansson in a porn that people were like, oh, is this like a sex tape? And no, it wasn't a sex tape. It literally was a porno that – an actual adult actress had been in, but they used a deep fake to just find someone with a similar, you know, uh, with a similar body type, uh, uh, to Scarlett Johansson. And he just literally just swapped the faces out. And if you don't look at it up close, which let's be honest, if it's, if it's uh, an adult video, you probably aren't looking <laughs> at the facial fe- features. Um, you would honestly mistake it for Scarlett Johansson. And like, while that's, well, it's easy to go, oh, well, that's a celebrity and that's not going to be me, who's to say that during a divorce proceeding somebody doesn't ma- make up some material to say that, oh, look, this is evidence that my wife cheated on me, right? Like, oh, I found this on her computer or her, on her phone or whatever, you know? Because people do really stupid shit, like record themselves being adulterous. So, I mean, a judge isn't, isn't going to be knowledgeable about deep fakes. And in all honesty, the real problem is it's really hard to go back and do the opposite and take a deep fake and prove it's not real other than looking at, okay, well, you could tell this area got stitched together improperly by the AI, but this pro- this process is just getting better and better each passing day, which means that it's going to be indistinguishable for from a real f- photo or a real video, and then we're just going to be stuck and just going off faith, you know. Which you know, not some, many people some form that.
1: Of, yeah, some form of forensics is going to have to be uh, implemented to to deal with these things. Now, mm-hmm. the the optimist in me says that we've gone through years, through decades of photo manipulation, of you know impersonators, all this kind of stuff, and it's never really been um, the, the, you know, world changing, uh, thing that I'm kind of, you know, I'm kind of fear mongering about. So mm-hmm. we can hope that that's what happens. Um, but you know, th- the fact of the matter is, is we're going to need to, uh, we as a society and we as a, you know, law enforcement, all that kind of stuff, they're going to need to take a long look at this and really figure out how to determine, uh, uh, you know, especially when you're dealing with things like court cases, um, how to determine uh, what's real and what's not, um, and it's really just going to come down to like what forensic uh, technologies can can be most effective at proving uh, innocence or guilt or
0: whatever. Yeah, and I mean, and this is assuming people even want to do that, right? Because uh, I mean, with this in this day and age, people are quick to come to a conclusion good or bad right and um you can deny up and down but if they want to lambaste you they will and it'll be up to you to prove your own innocence and that's the problem is there really isn't there are going to be instances where people don't have those tools to do so and yep. that's what i'm afraid of so now the uh, other the other optimist
1: in me says hey if uh, some of you kids out there are looking for a career path well you might want to look into interwebs forensics for the future
0: Yeah, don't. He wasn't gonna say you might want to look into making deep fakes. That's not. (laughs) No, 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 no. Don't do that. Do the opposite. Be the good hacker. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Exactly. Be a white uh, hat. A a
1: white hat. uh, 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 A white hat deep fake
0: (laughs) guy. That's the official title. Yes. White hat. Deepfake guy. Uh, whether you're man or male or female, that is your title, and you'll like
1: it. VP of White Hat Deepfake Management Solutions.
0: Eh, there's some startup that will accept that as a title. So I believe can make it. it. Work. <laughs> All right. So enough of that. Uh, again, I'll post videos uh, on the social media platform so that you guys can take a look at it. But. <sighs> Be, be ready, okay? Don't, don't just don't <laughs> be prepared to see some shit, all right? Ooh, ooh, ooh. I want
1: to segue. I want to segue. Speaking yeah. of social media platforms.
0: Hey, well, what about social media platforms, Mark? The most
1: widely used social media platform in the world is shutting down. And by that I mean the I mean the least used, pretty much. I mean maybe Friendster is less used, but Google Plus <laughs> is shutting down for uh, oh, consumers.
0: Man, Google Plus. I was just starting to set up my Plus. What do they call them? Rings or whatever? Circles. Yeah. <laughs> Your
1: circles. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, I okay. I don't like Facebook. I don't like their 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 ethics. I don't like them mm-hmm. as a platform. They are the they're, – they're just the, the the platform. And I would – I really, 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 really want there to be a valid competitor. Unfortunately, this was not it. Um, now well, – oh, go ahead.
0: I was just going to say, well, a lot of it came down to two things. Yes, features and functionality. I mean let's be honest. A lot of people just use Facebook just because they have been for so long that the, the prospect of moving to another platform is just regularly unappealing, right? Uh, but at the same time, too, it's also how they implemented it to to the point where it wasn't optional. It was pretty much if you had a Google account, they automatically made a Google Plus account.
1: And I, and I think that was the larger issue with it. The thing is that I didn't use it for very long. I did try it out when it first came out. And I thought that they had good ideas and mm-hmm. I was kind of hoping that it would go somewhere but when you when you do that when you kind of implement it with like all of the services kind of together and you you know you force everybody into using these things it it backfires this is what happened with mm-hmm. to a certain extent this is what happened with Microsoft and Internet Explorer right well you know and Microsoft or or a better example is Microsoft and Edge everybody remembers Internet Explorer nobody's using Edge you know, everybody's moved on to 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 Chrome and Firefox. It's 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 a it's just a reputation thing. People don't trust you when you do that. Um,
0: the you know it's it can literally be look. The only people who are into being forced into using a product, whether they want to or not, are people who use iOS. Apple's very good about spinning their products to say, "Oh no, you need this because there is." really no other way to do it this is the best implementation of it you know whereas with both references you had in microsoft with internet explorer and google plus for well google the issue is that people aren't told what the benefits are they just go look this is better and when you're forced into it before you make that determination all that do, all that does is rub people the wrong way because now it literally could be the best. Like I think there are actual tests that show what's the new version uh, oh uh, went Microsoft Edge browser, right? Mm-hmm. The new the new iteration of Internet Explorer. There are tests that show not only is it more secure, but is also faster than Google Chrome and Firefox. Well, oh, I, I think believe the, it. I, I think the security might be might not be for Firefox but definitely it's faster the problem is you forced it on people mm-hmm. and now nobody wants it right it's it's kind of like uh you know when well, you it, try to get, give somebody something for free I don't want that they would be like oh you want this oh yeah I got it now I get to choose that I ha- I want it you know like it's just it's just People want choice.
1: It's the bridge-burning thing, and it's especially common in technology, right? So it's like, you know, back in the day, you know, using the Internet Explorer example again, right? Back in the day, um, everybody was using Netscape. Uh, for those who don't remember, Netscape was the f- one of the first uh, really popular web browsers. And then Microsoft said, oh, no, another company has a program that runs on this thing, and we didn't jump on the Internet bandwagon fast enough, so we're going to put... A browser in the operating system that everybody has to use, and it's going to be in, and it's going to be you know completely integrated. They went to court and they lost at first, but but they were able to keep it in the system. And eventually, um, because they basically owned the entire computer industry, all the grandmas and all the families out there were just kind of like, oh, here's the internet thing. It says E E for internet, but <laughs> the what ended up happening was for the for you know people who were more in tune with tech they got a really sour taste in their mouth for Microsoft they really started to distrust it and this whole kind of idea of the monopoly kind of forcing a thing down your throat doesn't really go well well that was the 90s now we're in the 2010s this is 20 years later everybody's a tech person now except for maybe grandma but There's a lot less grandmas now, I hate to say it, than there were in the 1990s, Um, as far as people who haven't used computers and aren't used to that kind of thing. So I think that they really didn't read their audience uh, particularly well in this case. When you have a product that does the job um, and everybody's using it, who's interested in jumping to something else that doesn't do it significantly better and has a... I don't know. It had to have something to draw everybody in, and it didn't have that. And then they packaged it in with everything else, which kind of piled on this distrust, I think.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, I don't think Google Plus is going to be missed, uh, except Internally at Google. Actually, the way I heard it is it was forced upon the employees at Google as well, and they didn't like it either. So, you know, the employees
1: at Google, I believe, are still going to use it more as an internal communications tool.
0: Yeah, they're using it like a hybrid of like Slack and like Facebook, from what I understand, you know. But regardless, um, good riddance. Oh, and they, this is the other thing I want to bring out is actually part of the reason they're taking it down is because. Not only did they force this upon people, but they left gaping security holes in the platform that allowed uh, people and tools to access your personal data, which is bullshit. Not only that, I know for a fact that through my Google Plus account... I was getting spam emails. I was getting spam calendar invites, which is really annoying because there's nothing like being asleep at 3 in the morning. Your phone makes a noise saying, oh, you need to go to this website and download this or buy this. And I'm just like, what the fuck? But it was through Google+. Yeah. So uh, it did more harm than good. And luckily for Google... So many people don't know about it that it isn't going to leave the lasting impact that it probably should.
1: And Google never had any incentive to fix those things based on nope. the usage. So, yeah. um, you know, thank you for trying Google+. I appreciate what you attempted to do, at least at the beginning. Uh, you lasted way longer than you needed to, considering.
0: <laughs> to say the least. Uh, all right. Speaking of companies Doing fucked up shit with your data uh, (laughs) Let's go over to good old Facebook The platform that Mark was just talking about hating Long story short um,
1: Hate is such a strong word I prefer despise
0: Oh, is it not strong enough? I'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, essentially There's been a very, very, very Big news story that's come out That Facebook has essentially been accessing teenagers' data without the consent of their parents. And the fucked up thing is, they convinced the teenagers to give them access to that information, which is just the best. Yeah, Um, they bribed them. mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I know what you're thinking. Well, how much could a large tech company bribe a teenager to get access to their data? Well, Mark... What was that price, if you don't mind me asking?
1: One Jackson,
0: soon to be toughman. So, f- for those of you who don't know your dollar bills because you're broke, oh. that's twenty bucks.
1: Yeah, sorry about that. Twenty dollars, which is basically with if you take inflation to account, it's basically what uh, kids twenty years ago got for their allowance. It's not More that much these days. Um, no. it's and it's and it's not cash; it's twenty dollar gift certificate and mm-hmm. for $20 for a $20 gift certificate for something i didn't actually read that far because my the steam was coming out of my ears reading this article um for a $20 gift certificate for whatever uh they basically install an app that gives facebook effectively complete access to all the data on your phone which mm-hmm. in, if you think about what's on your phone or a kid's phone is not just their data It's also information about their contacts, the people that they call, perhaps their parents. Yeah, so.
0: Yeah, and they did it under the guise of two things. One, they said it was a social media, paid social media research study. Uh, But basically, it, it essentially was just a VPN and for those of you who don't know the VPN, I'll think of it uh, – I explained to you guys what a DNS was before, right? It's A DNS is just – think of a DNS like every website has like www.whatever.com. Uh, don't go to that website because it might be something <laughs> – uh, but like think of, let's think about Facebook. So if you go to www.facebook.com, uh, that's not its actual – Address that's just it's shortcut Uh, Just like how on your phone You might have mom but your mom's number Might be 216-555-1234 But you just Type in mom and that's how DNS Works It's basically A a repository of information uh, So that you don't Have to remember the numbers for each Website now a VPN Essentially what that does Is when you are Communicating with a website or anything on the internet, essentially they can tell not only where you are located physically, not necessarily, Oh, your address is, 12 honeycutt street or whatever but you know they can tell what area you're in uh like so like if i'm going on the internet it'll be like oh you're in california and, and a lot of times they can't even tell what city you're located in because each server has a stagnant location so it's easy to say oh that's where you are um but then if they really wanted to dig into that they could even identify who you are through your internet provider so they can go oh well This is for somebody in this location and they have Comcast. Oh, that's Marvin Cross. That's who the fuck that is. So what the VPN does is it it essentially masks that information and it makes you appear to be going through another from another location. So that way they can't identify you. And it's actually really nice because it lets you be private. So that way uh you can just use regular internet traffic and not be known where you're coming from but this also has some other upsides which well i'm not going to get into because i don't want to get off topic but essentially this is just a vpn where they routed all their data through their servers so that way they could literally trap in and everything going on on your device
1: yeah vpn i mean it's used for for what mark what what what, what what Marvin was talking about, which is the uh, kind of uh, uh, masking information, but effectively it's just a secure, it's just a very specific, secure connection for a device to another computer. So like, like he was saying effectively this takes your phone, securely connects it to the Facebook servers. And then from the Facebook servers, it goes out to the net. So everything's funneling.
0: Yeah. And the, the fucked up thing is, is this they this app that they made under the guise of doing social media research was accessible to individuals who were 13 to 17 years old as long as they had parental consent now it the whole range was 13 to 35 which is like the key demo market in tech but if you had 13 to 17 it required parental consent the problem is just like you know, any website that asks, "Are you are you above eighteen years old?" You just click a button, and then they go, oh, "Look, we asked them if they were adult, and they lied." So look, this isn't terrible. They have no
1: idea how many people on the internet were born in nineteen oh one. It's amazing.
0: <laughs> exactly. The bullshit about this though is that, like, what what adult voluntarily shares their kid's social media? Well, not even social media, just information for $20 no adult was going to approve of this and they knew it and that's why they were able to get away with it for as long as they have so it's just really dumb it's a lot of bullshit and the fact of the matter is i almost guarantee that the people who were using this for the $20 gift card bs were more than likely the majority under 20 which is exactly what they oh wanted.
1: absolutely it's 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 folks who you know have grown up in this uh, in this you know um, uh, kind of privacy impaired <laughs> sort of uh, sort of era that we have here and are also also at le- I, I wouldn't call say tech savvy but just use it all the time you know what I mean mm-hmm. so they, yeah. if they can't see what's being shared do they care
0: uh, apparently only for twenty dollars you know yeah. but th- but they're not Wise enough to know the implications of this, right? Like, yeah. If if somebody says, "Ooh, tell me," like I'm thinking about thirteen year old Marvin. You go to thirteen year old Marvin, and go, hey, question. Tell me about yourself, and I'll give you twenty dollars in gift card. Okay, yeah. What do you want to know? Like, yeah. like they don't give a shit. Well, until you're not an adu-
1: s- until you're an adult and you're dealing with credit and you're dealing with mortgage and you're dealing with debt, you don't you don't see the implications of this exactly. kind of stuff. So. And as
0: someone who had his identity stolen when he was a teenager, uh, yeah, that shit's really annoying. So, uh, yep. Yeah, uh, if you, uh, you know, don't feel passionate about this, you really should. Because, it, it, it you know, I always tell people, you say it doesn't ha- it hasn't happened to you. But this is when they at least were paying for that information, right? Like, this is why I don't put Facebook anything on on my phone, because of the fact that they're basically doing that anyway. And I know people go, oh, well, you know, everybody's tracking it. Yeah, but there's a difference between them stealing it and you giving it up voluntarily. Uh, so frankly speaking, if you need Facebook, you can absolutely just go to the website through the f- browser on your phone, have the same fucking uh, uh, level of interaction. And guess what? You don't have to worry about it draining your battery because if you ever notice, Facebook drains your battery really badly it's not because it's just not an optimized app it's because it's literally sending so much information back and forth that it's going to drain your battery you know? Yeah, so... and if
1: you're using and if you're using Facebook Messenger, there are a lot of oh, uh, God, there yeah. are a lot of better options out there that do not belong to well. There are a lot of options that are at least as good that don't belong to Facebook and are widely used. Uh, might I suggest a, a little program called Discord? And while you're on Discord, join the channel for that one podcast.
0: Oh my goodness, Mark, I was just thinking that. You know, if you really do need an alternative where you could talk to your friends and feel like your information is going to be safe, use Discord and make sure you go to that one podcast show page where you can find a link to Discord and join the community. All right, so I'm done talking about Facebook because they're really starting to piss me off. Uh, It's bullshit. But... Now let's go to another way to fuck your life up using technology.
1: Yeah, let's go to another way. Another way to share your, <laughs> if not your data, your personal life. This is
0: even this is actually kind of worse, right? Like like your data is one thing, but like your actual <laughs> life is much worse. Well,
1: uh, I mean, you, you know, you ever think to yourself, man, I'm glad so and so that I just talked to you five minutes ago can't uh, hear what I'm saying about them now.
0: That's what they can.
1: Da 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 da. So What's this one about.
0: <laughs> I just want to point out we've touched we've touched the big boys on this show so far. We got Google fucking up. We got Facebook fucking up. We Who's got left? Microsoft. We talked about micro. Well, Microsoft fucking up in a different way. But yeah. now we got Apple. And what did Apple do? Well, those dummies. The what? <laughs> their, their their pride and joy. FaceTime I hear so many people talking about FaceTime like it's literally the best shit I'm like this is just a video conference app I don't understand why it's so great I don't want to video chat with anyone ever that's like everybody complains about phone calls but now we add a picture and now it's better I don't understand that you you just told me texting is the way you should be communicating and yet now I gotta look at you and I can't sit on my couch naked I gotta put a shirt on this is bullshit but anyway
1: all the, all the people sharing their, their data for $20 want uh, all their friends to see them using, like, puppy face filters is the impression that I get.
0: Yeah, pretty much. But nonetheless, so what did these dummies do? Well, they came out with the new FaceTime app, and the, the, the what made it so big was that you, it had the ability to do, like, 30 people at once. Because, God knows, a video chat with 30 people at once is the best thing to do in the world. That Nothing wrong can go with that. Well, anyway... What would happen is, um, let's say Mark and I both have iPhones. We don't have iPhones at all. We, don't, we would never No. Nope. Uh, but let's say we both have iPhones and I decide to FaceTime Mark. I give Mark a call. Mark goes, I can't do that right now. I'm taking a shit or I don't feel like it because Marvin's crazy and I don't like talking to him unless I'm, it's on the podcast. I'm
1: too busy talking about Marvin to this other guy
0: over here. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, and so Mark would just say, hey, I'm going to ignore it. But here's the thing. Even if Mark did ignore it or if he didn't, it would still connect the call for the caller. So I could hear Mark talking. And in some instances, I th- and I don't remember if this is correct or not. It would uh, sometimes send video. Um, I know for sure it does audio, but essentially I would be able to hear the audio on Mark's end without it giving any indication to Mark that anything was going on. So he would think, oh, that call didn't connect at all. But guess what? It absolutely had, and I could hear everything they're saying.
1: Yep, yep. Yeah, it, uh, it, lo- it sounded to me like uh, uh, basically – you, d- you dial another user, and then you effectively use a, a swipe command that is uh, is, like, is like adding a user into a group chat. But mm-hmm. it doesn't actually, like, like it does that, but doesn't actually uh, tell the recipient that the call has been connected. So you're adding somebody, without their knowledge of answering the call, to a group chat. And uh, it is just audio as far as I know. But, you know, like I was saying, if I'm sitting there talking about somebody to somebody, oh, man, I said, sorry. (laughs) I tried so hard. Okay, you you did such a good job, too. I know. Right. Uh, I'll I'll bleep it. I'll bleep it out. (laughs) (laughs) If I'm talking smack about somebody um, and suddenly I'm connected to them, they can hear everything I say. Isn't that lovely? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, now this sounds just funny, right? The and, moral and of the annoying. story is
1: don't say anything bad about Marvin. You know how it is. Yeah, I, I will find out.
0: Uh, but this sounds cute and funny and just like, oh, this is going to put people... But, like, there have been, like, I've already heard stories about people talking about this. Uh, there's instances of... Significant others finding out that their uh, other half may not have been with whom they said they were with. um Then there's just like the generic, oh, I don't want to talk to this guy right now. And oh, I heard him say that about me. So uh, now the fact that there's this bug isn't really what concerns me. The fact is, Apple, they position themselves as being the protector of the people when it comes to tech. The, it, literally, the day, the day that this information came out, Tim Cook was at a press conference trumpeting how tech companies need to be more responsible when it comes to people's security and that no one's security should should uh, be at the expense of technology. And yet, that same day, later that day, this came out. And yes, yeah, this is a bug, but it being a bug isn't the problem. The problem is Apple was notified about this and they still pushed the product out because they wanted to have their new fun feature out. And yeah, they thought that nobody would notice. Well, guess what? People did. Oh, yeah. You look like an idiot.
1: And I just saw a little bit more information. As it turns out, once the call is connected or once the this quote unquote group chat is connected, if the recipient hits one of the buttons to, you know, uh, ignore the call or, or whatever, like if they press one of the volume buttons, it turns on their camera, too.
0: So, Yay, I knew the camera would turn yeah, on. So yeah, right. video
1: and audio, uh, potentially. At least audio.
0: So, uh, Apple's solution to this? They just turned the fucking server off. So, <laughs> <laughs> so if you try to use video uh, FaceTime now, it doesn't work. Uh, it probably won't work until they have fixed this problem. But yeah, um, A- Apple, if you're going to be elitist and act like you're tr- the defender of the people. How about you actually defend the people?
1: Yeah, they they shut off the video conferencing server entirely. So you can still make FaceTime calls, I believe, but the group uh, FaceTime functionality that they just introduced has been uh, temporarily postponed, shall we say? Yeah,
0: even though was, you can't postpone something that was already out. So, <laughs> uh, but that's what that's their words. They said temporarily postponed. So whatever.
1: Yeah, they 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 shut it off until they can until they can come up with a with an update. Yeah.
0: Oh well, well, for all you iPhone users, uh, good luck. Don't get caught taking a dump. All right. So next, uh, the government shutdown has ended, uh, albeit temporarily, and so you know that means that you have to think about what government sort resources you use. And guess what? One of the resources everybody has to use is the IRS because it's time to get those taxes done. I always tell people try to get your taxes done as soon as possible because every year there are uh, 'er ne'er-do-wells that will essentially file your taxes before you do and take any refund that you have access to. It happens all the time and basically what happens is they somehow get access. Access to your information, they file your taxes and have your refunds sent to them. And next thing you know, you're out of your money. And the government will get it to you more than likely. Uh, but we're talking like it takes years for people to get this money. So, also,
1: also keep in mind that the uh, the the five year old temper tantrums that are going on that are causing the uh, you know that are responsible for the government being open or not. That could that could end. And you never know. Mm-hmm. It's possible that if you don't get your taxes done earlier. Rather Rather than later, you could end up in a situation where the IRS ain't working, and you may not get
0: your refund for a while. So, exactly. Well, I mean, it's already going to be delayed no matter what. But the thing is, why put yourself in a position to have to deal with more hurdles than that? Uh, With that said, uh, for some reason, people get really stressed out about taxes. Now, if you're one of those people where you're not working just one job every day, nine to five, eight to five, because you know account for lunch but uh you know you don't have a very simple setup yeah it can be difficult to do your taxes um so what a lot of people do is they choose to use you know uh you know apps like TurboTax to do their taxes uh, because you can file for free um but I'm going to stress with you all you should not be using TurboTax and this is coming from someone who has historically done his taxes through TurboTax Um, but there's a reason why so the United States tax system is one of the most complicated in the world and I'm not even talking about what gets taxed how much you get taxed any of that shit I'm talking about how you file your taxes every year in many European countries the way taxes are done is so simple literally anybody can do it and you want to know why because no one does it the government the government does it for you Fun fact, the government doesn't need you to tell them how much money you made. They know how much money you made. Your company, by law, has to tell them how much money. The they government paid
1: you. the IRS gets the same uh, documents that you get. They get their they get your W 2, they get your 1099, they get all that stuff.
0: And the thing is, they have it already. So you telling them doesn't really help. It's really just an old antiquated system. The government has all this information, so there really is no reason for you to do this other than the fact that this is just what we've always done, because God knows that's the best thing about America, is we just do everything like we've always done, because that's the only way to do things, but don't get me started there. But with that said, there have been people in the government, in Congress, in the Senate, in the House of Representatives... That want to go to this system like the Europeans use, where they just go, look, it'll, it's faster, it's cheaper, and we know for a fact that this will just be a lot better and easier process for the people.
1: Well, hell, We but, used to have somebody in the White House that wanted to do this, but...
0: Yeah, well, well now the person doesn't... he he rather just not have taxes, but that's a whole other story. Oh, yeah, uh,
1: well, he doesn't for himself.
0: Oh, sorry, <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, oh, the Great Pumpkin. Uh, so... While every I know a lot of people go, well, why aren't we just doing that? Since there are people in the government, they can't. And the thing is, this is bipartisan too. It isn't like oh, they're Democrats I want to, oh, they're Republicans. No, they're just just people in the government. Like, look, taxes suck. We should just do it for people if we already have the information. And I totally agree. The thing is, big businesses like TurboTax, they don't want that. This is literally the only reason they exist is to make money off of doing your taxes into makes a
1: ton of money off of TurboTax every year
0: they make an insane amount of money so when you go and do your taxes through TurboTax or H&R Block or whatever and like any of the big companies that like you see advertising for they and it says oh we file your federal taxes for free well yes yeah, free to you but it isn't free. They don't do it out of goodness of the heart. They charge the government for this. And so the government pays for them to do your taxes, a process in which you could do on your own and not have the government be charged. Cause really, if you think about it, you're getting taxed twice, right? So like you're paying for somebody to tell you how much you got taxed already, which is insane. Uh, but the thing is, They are lobbying to make sure that none of these laws get changed for automatic filing because really the way that it works is the government, it it works the opposite. The government would send you a document basically for you to verify that, yes, this is how much money I made, everything is on the up and up, and you just sign it and send it back. And it literally would take five minutes. But they want to have this long, complicated process so that they can make money. Look, as someone who's used TurboTax habitually, since he started doing his own taxes my mom is a fucking is in fucking finance she works with money for her company she has done taxes and i still use TurboTax tax because i was just like oh it's easy and my mom's like yeah it is easy but that's the thing just because it's easy doesn't make it right there are other resources for you to use you have the irs's website that actually will will assist you with this and, and most states I know Ohio does. I think California does. I can't attest for any other states, unfortunately. Um, they have it where you can go to their website and and submit your tax information there. Um, it's not that complicated. You just get your W two and it's fill in the blank, right? And it might there might be a few extra questions. Now I understand you may not have a very simple process uh, of doing your taxes. But I highly recommend you, I'm going to send some resources uh, on all the pages that we have just so you guys can see this. I highly recommend you check out other resources than Terrible Tax. I don't support the people that make this difficult. It's like saying, oh man, I got to go to a doctor because I'm sick. And your doctor is the one that's actually making you sick. So uh, yeah, all we are doing is perpetuating the problem and we need to fix it. But yeah. I wanted to express that,
1: and like he was saying, there's there are uh, there there are resources out there that allow you to do this for free on the websites of the organizations that do your taxes in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and if you don't, you know, if those don't exist, honestly, if you're the kind of person that is just doing your taxes off a W two and all you're doing is rewriting a number in you know seven or eight boxes then just, you know, if these websites aren't doing what you need, just go pick up the papers. I think you can get them at post offices or something. Yeah. You know, and mail them in. And and if you have more complicated taxes than that, I mean, I really recommend that you go see a tax pro because they will, you know, let you know, you know, what needs to be done and they can help you actually uh, uh, do it yourself in future years. Now, I know there's a cost associated with that, but... I mean, honestly, once you've reached the point where you've got more complicated stuff, you've got investments, you've got out-of-state properties, you've got all that kind of stuff, you are you just got to deal with the fact that you're in the market for a tax pro.
0: If you are dealing with six figures or more or just a very complicated system – like I've had it where – when I worked at Time Warner, it sucked because every city that I worked in in, in, in the greater Columbus area, I got a tax – form for. So it was really annoying because rather than just having it be for the city of Columbus, it was all the suburbs and all the various sectors of of Columbus that I had to do taxes for. That was really annoying. But guess what? I did it manually one year because I couldn't find TurboTax for free for whatever reason. And it literally took me the same amount of time. I gave them the same info. And literally what you do through TurboTax is what you would do through, say, the IRS's website or the state's website. Um, yeah, now, they're almost
1: exactly the same. Uh, exactly. I did it one year, and uh, it was it was literally like I couldn't believe it. I thought it was going to be way more complicated or obtuse on the IRS website, and it was basically like a website version of TurboTax.
0: Mm-hmm. So again. Yeah do america paper <laughs> don't use turbo tax and uh and again i'm going to post some of the resources for you guys so that way you can help yourselves in some places you may not have the same resources but at the same time um even uh credit karma um uh, you may be familiar with them they do uh they're like kind of a uh, credit report monitoring company where they, you know, give you like a free report of like your TransUnion and Equifax, you know, credit scores. Um, They have a free program as well that works just as well, but they don't lobby to make sure that they're in it. They're just like, look, it's not hard to do and we don't mind doing it for you, you know, so uh, yeah. Help, Help yourselves, you know, but the big thing is no matter what you do, do it quickly, because in all honesty, just because they're going to be late giving you your money doesn't mean they're going to be uh, accepting of you giving you their tax shit late. They will they will fine you. You don't want to deal with that shit. So uh, do your taxes. Don't use TurboTax. Help the universe. <laughs> all right. And then, uh, Mark, we've talked about a lot. And I we mean, have. a lot of negative shit tonight. Um. Will you say we end on a much higher note?
1: <laughs> I wholeheartedly agree.
0: So, uh, why don't you go ahead and, and take take it away with this one?
1: Well, what is the best Marvel movie? Black Panther.
0: Yay! Black Panther
1: is the best Marvel movie, and it's awesome, and it's coming to theaters, coming back to theaters, I should say, in honor of Black History Month. And it doesn't hurt that it's been nominated for an Academy Award. So yeah, I'm sure that does. Put doesn't those hurt. two things together. <laughs> yes. But Black History Month begins tomorrow as of the recording of this podcast. I'll and out by uh, tomorrow. So today. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll say today for those who are listening on release day. But uh, yeah, it's being released back in theaters uh, for, those, for those reasons. Well, they say in honor of Black History Month, but also they do this. They sometimes do this for. Um, for for movies in general when they're nominated for Academy Awards, mm-hmm. but this this is a, a this is a very good additional uh, kind of reason for them to do so. And here's the thing, Black Panther is a great movie, and it's True. out on Blu-ray and DVD. I'm sure and streaming. I probably should have said streaming first because somebody's it's on Netflix. Yeah, somebody's going to say, "Oh, yours is DVDs." Um, <laughs> but. but See it, man. See it on the big screen. It's so—I mean, any movie, just like especially a big, big action-packed, uh, you know, just da—just a big superhero movie like this. Seeing it on the big screen is so awesome. And if you didn't do it the first time, even if you've got it on streaming or you've got it on Netflix and you've seen it on your TV, go to the movies, man. Grab some popcorn, grab some soda, grab some. I don't know, whatever you like to watch.
0: To Some eat. Junior Mints. Some I junior... Like junior Mints, but grab them. I don't give milk a Milk Duds.
1: Shit. I love Milk yeah, Duds. Yeah, there you go. So it good. Up. And the best part about Milk Duds is you can watch Black Panther, you can chew the Milk Duds, and your mouth will be so full of caramel that you won't be able to talk and you won't be bothering any of the other patrons. <laughs> and then when their phone <laughs> goes off, you can pull that wad of caramel out of your mouth and throw it at them. <laughs>
0: By the way, when you said Black Panther earlier, I did the Wakanda salute, and I realized, oh, shit, we're on a podcast and we're not re- video recording. So that's, that's a thing. Uh, but, yeah, so, um, yeah, the way that this is looking, and I'm sure it will expand to other places. It looks like uh, they're going to be doing screenings from February 1st to the 7th and 250 participating AMC theaters. Uh, and it looks like they're going to be doing two shows per day, although I got a feeling they some of them might expand it a little bit if they become very popular because people like money, but nonetheless, definitely take an opportunity to go ahead and check it out if you haven't seen it already. In all honesty, if you have seen it already, hey, guess what? Now you got an opportunity to see it again in theaters. Uh, I know that I had some friends who saw it three times in theaters. And I was like, that's crazy. And then I saw, I was like, okay, yeah, I get it. Yeah. It's pretty good. So, uh, yeah, Wakanda of forever and, uh, go check black Panther. It, it is a real treat. Besides, you know what this,
1: the good stuff that's out in theaters right now, the good stuff that's out in theaters has only been out or sorry, has already been out for weeks. I mean, mm-hmm. Aqu- you know, Spider-Man into the spider verse Aquaman. Um, that's all I can think of those um those films uh, for the most part have been out for weeks. You've either already seen them or they're going to be on, on uh, home video soon. If you get the chance and you're going to go to the movies, go see the best Marvel movie, black Panther. Do, do,
0: do, do, do. And I did the salute again, but you just have to believe me. So I believe uh, you. plus, plus at the same time too, um, there aren't going to be any good movies coming out until after the Academy Awards. That's just how it works in the industry. So, uh, Use this opportunity to go see something that was already good. So there yep. you go. Yep. In fact, in fact, there is
1: one so far highly rated movie uh, that is coming out to theaters. Actually, a couple Lords of, Cha- uh, Lords of Chaos and the Lego Movie 2. But they're coming out right after Black Panther leaves theaters. So mm-hmm. this week, that's your movie homework.
0: Yeah. Oh, and also on an on a even nicer note, apparently um, Disney gave 1.5 million dollar grant to United Negro College Fund so uh, why not go support first of all Disney doesn't give money to black people like that so go support the movie <laughs> they like us but they don't like us like us so this is the first time they're like oh my god these, these black people they really like their panthers let's go give them some money because they made us really rich my favorite part is this is like a, a multi-billion dollar movie and they go here's $1.5 million. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I'm not going to look at gift horse in the mouth. So nah. they will see black Panther. Maybe they'll give, uh, maybe they'll open up the pocketbook a little bit. Uh, and, I, and that's not to say they haven't done anything else. This isn't the only thing they've done. I just thought it was funny that they put in this article. So there you go. Uh, all right. So frankly speaking, I don't have a problem with using black Panther as a way to end the show. So we might as well just do that. Um, so thank you everyone for listening. Hope you guys appreciated the show. I know I enjoyed enjoyed it. Uh and as always, check us out on Instagram and Twitter at that one pod. Email us at pod.gmail.com. at gmail dot com. slash that And Mark is going to tell you exactly where to go. What, for me? Yeah, for you. <laughs> oh,
1: I was thinking I was thinking you've covered everything for that one podcast, right? Now you're gonna yeah. go to twitch. Well, I'd like it if you go to twitch.tv They're gonna gonna go. They're gonna go. (laughs) (laughs) Twitch.tv slash tycoonatic T-Y-C-O-O-N-A-T-I-C YouTube just search for tycoonatic. Uh, same thing on Twitter. Uh, I haven't actually been active on Twitter but the other two definitely go check it out. Uh, Give me some feedback let me know what you think let me know how I can spruce things up let me know if you got any suggestions of things to play if you do have suggestions of things to play buy them for me you know how it goes.
0: (laughs) He he uh, literally lives off of the gift of games, so uh, <laughs> I'm sure he won't. If it's
1: a tycoon game, I probably already own it, but yeah, who knows? Yeah,
0: it'll be well. Then he can gift it to me. Yay! That's oh, yeah, so true. There you go. Yeah, give give him more games. So, all right, <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. Well, thank you guys for another lovely week with you. And uh, as always, be nice to one
1: Ta ta for now.